0: Be more aware of your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs and how that creates your reality. And know that you can change it. It's all in your system. Your experience is anchored in your physical body, in your energy. If you want to change what you're experiencing externally, you need to focus within. Welcome to
1: Into the Light podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to Into the Light podcast with Adina Movana. Today we have Agna. Agna is a personal development expert and quantum healing practitioner who has dedicated her life to helping people transform their lives. After struggling with past trauma, limiting beliefs, and energy blocks, Agna discovered the most powerful process to activate the mind-body-soul connection. Quantum healing was her pathway to activate her spiritual gifts. Now she uses her unique abilities to channel energies from the 12th dimension and perform remote energy scanning and clearing to help her clients achieve instant results. Agnes' goal is to empower others to step into their highest potential and create a world changing impact by expanding consciousness. Thank you for this
0: long introduction. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show and all the way from Sweden. Is that right?
0: That's right. That's right. I'm happy to be here and thank you for this opportunity
1: amazing. yeah, I'm so excited to have you and I know as I was going over your intro, there were definitely a couple things that stuck out to me. I mean, I had a couple uh, quantum healers. I know we've talked about that a little bit, but you know maybe just to get us started, when someone asks you what is this quantum healing thing? it's pretty new to all of us, I think, right so what do you say to that when people start asking about you know your work and what you do
0: exactly right so lately this name of quantum healing became more and more popular and people, you know, from different uh, areas are calling themselves quantum healers. So this modality has been developed almost like 40 years ago by the founder and mentor of mine. It is NLP based technique or advanced application of NLP, which allows you to experience really your being in all levels. We incorporate the spiritual aspect, so it's mind, body, and soul connection, and developing that communication between all those aspects, and really incorporating the energy work in the process. So it's it's more structured. Basically, I usually present this as a merging science and spirituality, because it's also like logical and structured process, but it allows you to experience very deep spiritual experiences.
1: Oh, I love that. The merging of science and spirituality. So you mentioned it was rooted in NLP. I know I know that is neuro-linguistic programming, right? So that's a science that's been established for a while, right?
0: Yes, it's been there for a while. But yeah, like I say, quantum healing is like advanced application of NLP. So it takes one step ahead.
1: Okay, amazing. How did you kind of get into that work? Or were you specifically drawn to this teacher specifically?
0: So the interesting story, really, because I was going through my own spiritual awakening about three years ago, Okay. and I was experiencing all the blissful things happening, uh, you know, heart opening and uh, that unconditional love flow through my system. And I was having the intention that if I can achieve that, if I can experience this, I want to help others to experience this expansive connection. And only by holding that intention, the line of beautiful synchronicities took me to meet Dick Harbors. I didn't know about him. It was so unexpected the way we connected through mindspace mind space again. And eventually he became my mentor and taught me all the principles and strategies and the processes of quantum healing that he was developing over like 40 years.
1: Oh, wow. So that's Dick Harbors. And
0: he's like... The
1: founder of this whole quantum arena or
0: yes so that's another aspect like part of this information is channeled as well so he was like receiving some steps and then applying and developing that process little by little working with clients but he never taught other people how to do that before i showed up really
1: oh really you were like his first real kind of student
0: yeah i was the main student of his like we're very close and he taught me all the nuances uh, of the process and uh unfortunately last year he passed away so this is how i took over all the knowledge and information of this process and continue to develop advanced processes in that space as well
1: oh amazing so you're like extending his legacy then with your work and all of that That's awesome. You know, one of the things I know when I talk to you, it's like you have a really good structure, really good logic around how this work, it gets activated and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about that process? What does it look like? And like, where are they at when they come to you? (laughs) and What kind of process do you put them through?
0: Quantum healing can be applied in so many different areas. And depending on where the person is, I meet them at that place. But I mostly work with coaches and healers because I see that I can achieve greater impact by helping people who help other people, right? As I mentioned, I have a five sessions process that I guide every client through, whether in a group or working one-on-one we activate some internal resources, inner resources, like your inner healer ability, your intuition, your trust, forgiver and similar. Basically activating those aspects that are natural for everybody, but very often we disconnect from those different life experiences through some trauma in the past. So only activating those resources shifts your experience really. Then going forward, we rewire the brain through eye mapping process because our eye movement also shows which part of the brain is being accessed to get to certain information. So I check the eye movement, and then we compare with the normally organized eye map. This is based on NLP, very practical and, and technical process, but allows you to explore really how you experience the world and where where the blockages are in your system. So. We kind of dissolve those blocks. And then the next step is to set up your timelines. Again, noticing how your brain covers the time and clearing some unprocessed past memories out of your body. When that is done, then we clear the chakra system, the energy body. So eventually you can experience that deepest connection to your higher self. Really that soul Your inner being, really, you meet in that space, which is the most beautiful experience.
1: Amazing. Yeah, I've heard that a little bit. And, you know, just getting connected to your higher self. That's our goal is, you know, as we kind of tune in, I think of it as like these higher frequencies of energy and light. Amazing. And yes, you mentioned a little bit of like the eye mapping. And uh, I know from work that I've done, like, you know, sometimes people have, challenges even accessing their memories, for example. Yeah, I have a hard time. I, I have memory blocks for most of my childhood. So can you tell a little bit about how for someone who wants to do some of this work, but they don't have the memories, how, how does where does this work come in really to help
0: them? Yeah, so good question, really, because we often either don't remember some past experiences or some people are struggling to imagine the future and that also reflects on the IMAP. And our brain is very smart. It blocks certain areas of information for you not to get into trauma because we experienced different traumatic experiences in the past. And the brain basically rewires itself to prevent that traumatic experience or, or triggers, really. So that's why it happens that we forget or we can't access certain memories. Or very often, if people have experienced some physical trauma, they're very disconnected from the emotions or physical body. Sometimes the past and the future can be mixed up a little bit. So the question whether I really saw something happening or I imagined that. So some, some disconnect can be present uh, and it doesn't have to be like really significant. But when we rearrange the IMAP and adjust the, the system, you suddenly become more clear in your thinking. Me personally, when I was going through that experience, my overthinking stopped, which was like amazing shift for me because I was constantly in my head, replaying the past experiences and conversations and so on. So just to release that, it's a big shift.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have that problem with overthinking, especially with stress and our state of overwhelm in the world with more and more being thrown at us every day. And so I love that this work, it it sounds like it's a real science-based like there's technical approach to it. There's definitely things going on. And you mentioned a little bit about how it's even like reprogramming, right? There's some reprogramming going on. And can you talk a little bit more about what's really happening there? And, you know, in the stages that you have these five different sessions? Right,
0: right. So we are the result of the programming since childhood, really, like we have been Trained to think in certain way, to behave in certain way, to feel or, or not to feel based on our past experiences. So we are those programs, really. Those programs are running our life more than we, are, we would like to admit, really. And to change the subconscious program is challenging. So quantum healing is really effective in those moments where you need to update your limiting beliefs, for example. The belief is a certain thought that you keep thinking and it triggers the emotional response. So thinking and feeling that loop becomes a belief in your system and practically it sits in our body energetically. So what quantum healing does is, because it's based on NLP, we bring up the phrase of that belief. And when you become aware of specific phrase that is not serving you, that is not useful and probably is not even true the spiritual part of this process kind of allows that change to happen fast so we deactivate the belief and then uh, i invite your being to bring another belief that is more useful and serving and positive and when we replace the old belief with the new one and allow the energy to integrate the shift happens in in 15 minutes really and i had i had people who experienced this belief update process and they couldn't even remember the original limiting belief at the end of it so it's that powerful and it's that fast really
1: amazing and so when people come to you like sometimes you know we're not aware of our problems but then sometimes we have other physical ailments or what kind of conditions are you seeing with your clients like where you're helping them heal is there specific physical issues mental like what is the main thing that you
0: see that really help with yeah it's it's a good question and i can talk very long about that because it's a broad range of experiences Um, because i was so curious to see what's possible for human beings to experience and i was like developing new processes and connecting different processes into one Uh, I didn't focus on specific area. So just from my clients, I had people with cancer, I had people with Lyme disease, I had people with uh, chronic fatigue, so physical conditions. I had people simply who are feeling stuck and uh, kind of looking for the way to move forward and only by healing past trauma or, or some unresolved emotions, kind of clearing that part, it allowed them to accelerate their business or their personal life. And just as well with the relationship too, you know, powerful processes that allow us the communication like soul to soul. And so a lot of different areas can be covered with this process.
1: You know, I, I, I do a lot of reading and listening to things and, you know, science and is starting to talk about how like cancers or afflictions in our body are a result of these, you know, the stress and these, it's it's almost, it sounds to me like it's a lack of the clearing, a lack of the energy flow a, a little bit. So yeah, that's amazing to me because it's, it sounds like you have a little bit of a, of a way to explain to people why if they do this work, then
0: they become healthier in all different areas of their life. So definitely. The thing is that our body is a signaling mechanism our thoughts creates what happens. And if we have like blockages or, or some negative thinking and feeling aspect, that energy becomes stuck in your body. And because there is a blockage for energy to flow, it eventually turns into certain diseases. So body is a signaling mechanism and we, we address the core issue and not the symptom itself. Or, you know, the pain is a symptom. It is trying to get your attention to the real problem, which is most likely emotional or or energetic blockage. So when we address those emotions, when we release unprocessed trauma, then your body no longer needs to signal about that issue. And that's how you basically liberate yourself. And healing happens on all levels, you know. Wow, I
1: like how you put that. It's like you're addressing the core issue. And then what we're experiencing is like the symptoms. So, you know, we're going around and people start getting sick and things. And then, but with this, you know, you're really able to, to look at that core issue and then really heal that it sounds like. And where do you see that as in terms of like, you know, in, in my podcast, in my work, I like to talk about this ascension process. Do you talk about that in your work in terms of like improving your, your vibrational frequency or where do you start to talk about some of that stuff?
0: I don't talk much about that with clients in the session, but that's the core of my understanding, of course, because healing is clearing those traumas, releasing them, processed emotion. That's what kind of uplifts our energy level and vibration. The more clear, the more clear channel we become, the higher vibration we can hold in our system. For example, the more lights uh, you can hold in your DNA, so to speak, and all that ascension is part of that kind of integration of the spiritual part.
1: Amazing. Yeah, because in my in the introduction, I know you said that you have a, unique abilities to channel energies from the 12th dimension. Can you explain that just a little? Because I know that that's like, okay, what does that mean? We're, we're in 3D now. And like, how do you kind of explain some of that stuff?
0: That is not an easy topic to explain, really. Basically, there are descriptions of different dimensions, right? And we are in three-dimensional world where we're experiencing this physical physicality, so to speak, and it's based on ego mind and kind of doing things and so on. And as we are collectively shifting to higher vibrations, the 4D and 5D, we're negativity cannot exist in the same way, like in three dimensional world, the higher you go through dimensions, the higher frequencies you can access. So through quantum healing, really, I was able to clear my channel, so to speak, in a deeper way. And eventually I'm channeling the energies from 12 dimension, um, high frequencies. And it allows me to direct the healing energy people And yeah, interesting shifts happening. And like, I I received some information as well. So
1: amazing. I love that because you brought it back a little bit to like our ego work, like people talk about, you know, a little bit of that. Yeah. Maybe talk about where you see those ego-based problems. Yeah. Get resolved. How do you address some of that stuff with this lower density problems?
0: So collectively, there are too many problems in this space, right? So all the society is built on those structures of uh, limitation, fear-based thinking and and, and so on. So what we light workers are trying to bring higher frequencies, more light into the collective energy. And the same thing at the personal level. We are trained to believe that our mind is the driver of this vehicle, so to speak, Right. Eventually, we kind of disconnect from the soul, and the system is leading us to a living model of separation. So, mind is for you know science to unfold, and uh, like spirituality is like religion connection, right? And it's like separate bodies for the doctors to be treated, and really we need to come bring those pieces together to have the holistic approach and understand how everything is interconnected and understand that communication and we are really capable of so much more than we believe today our thoughts are so powerful and we can really experience expansive things and create different shifts in our life.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, you brought it all the way around because it's like, okay, I'm hearing, you know, trauma-based work, which we all know is so important and, you know, limiting beliefs, breaking those down, ego problems, tapping into our higher self and our soul connection. So, uh, and then, and then that, that having real practical application to like our day-to-day lives with healing our, interpersonal relationships and even our physical ailments. So, you know, I love that. So when someone comes to you, it sounds like, you know, where are they? Cause I know you mentioned you had your own spiritual awakening. Like, what does that feel like? Where, where are people kind of starting out with this? Like, are we starting to see more and more of this, like these awakening experiences happening or what do you see? Collectively,
0: yes, there are more and more people waking up. There is no one way how this happens. I believe everybody has their unique experience. Uh, Some people go through some trauma uh, that helps them to wake up. Others are searching for a really long time until they kind of tap into that energy. Some people are very intentional about it. Others, it just hits them. right right but collectively yes i see the more and more people waking up and intentionally working towards that as well more conversations are happening in the spiritual kind of communities about that and th- you know we are on a mission especially those who resonate with the concept of star seeds we are here to bring more light to bring that energetic shift for the rest of the world so the shift is happening.
1: Do you see it as like a mandatory or like a a thing that's happening universally right now, whether we whether we like it or not, kind of thing? Or yeah,
0: yes, yes. Because like even if you're following the Earth frequencies, how it shifts, everything is being amplified, and the time moves faster. And collectively, we're shifting to another way of being, another like higher frequency. Um, energies really and naturally everybody is pushed to that level of frequency so we are faced with our inner demons and traumas and so on we have to deal with that to be able to exist in higher frequency so that's why more and more people are waking up to true self to their higher self to discovering their being the spiritual part
1: Yeah. And this is where, you know, it's regardless of even like your religious background. Like me, I come from a Muslim background and I know that there's like little to no awareness of this going on, but it sounds to me like this is what's creating that shift where we have to get rid of some of these some certain programming, but, you know, people want to still maintain their, you know, religious and spiritual and cultural practices, right, and, you know, exist in this way. But I feel like the fact that it's happening, whether we, we want to admit it or not, is very powerful, you know, and it's like soul level type of journey going on.
0: That's right, yeah, it's a, it's a spiritual journey and regardless of what religion, I believe that most of the religion are st- still talking about the same thing, just a different perspective, different concepts. but as a whole they are talking about bringing love and light. Yeah so that's what we are doing from the spiritual point of view as well.
1: Amazing. That's awesome. And then I know you, for your work specifically, you mentioned a little bit in the beginning that you work with people one-on-one, obviously there's one-on-one, there's group coaching and classes available. And then you also are doing a practitioner training, right? It's like healers, needing healers and all of that. So tell me a little bit about how you're launching a, a training or inviting those who are interested in this journey to really deepen in this way.
0: Yeah, so uh, because, like I mentioned before, I am the main student of the CARBERS and that's my mission to bring this modality to the world, a new program that I'm developing to train the practitioners. I want more people to have access to this tool and I think that's the best way I can have the impact in the world by teaching others to practice this modality and probably apply in different areas. Some people might might want to focus on trauma. Some people might want to focus on like shifting our school educational system. You know, helping children to access their emotions and understand how the system works. Really, um, others may want to work with the relationships or health conditions, whichever way. Because this modality allows multiple processes and it's very powerful so yeah my next step is to create the practitioners training i mean the training is created uh, i'll be soon bringing the group together of light workers healers or those who even want to change their career i know many people you know kind of through this awakening the realizing that Everything that they have been working on doesn't make sense anymore. They want to make an impact. They want to have a difference in the world. And if if somebody is like searching for powerful tools, that's the best way to go through this experience. Really.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you mentioned like bringing awareness around emotional intelligence into even other institutions. Like I know me, I I have come from like a corporate background and, you know, we have our educational systems and I see other writers and authors and people talking about the importance of bringing emotional intelligence awareness into our schools, like you said. So that's amazing. People can actually work with you and then create these new systems of of awareness around emotional intelligence is that right definitely
0: yeah yeah and you know children are our future right i myself i have two younger kids and i'm teaching them these principles in a very simple way for them to be empowered and to be able to heal themselves in a moment or to shift their mindset when it's necessary or release some emotions that are uncomfortable so when kids have access to those tools when they are more aware we are really creating a different world
1: yeah amazing because i the way i understand it it's like uh, especially around regulating of the nervous system like i notice i have my children as well and i feel like that's one common theme that i hear you know with somatic healers and just energy workers and light work like it's all about this regulation of the nervous system right and it starts at a pretty young age right
0: Oh, yeah, it starts from birth, really, or even before that. (laughs) You know, the programming, the limitations, the children at a young age, they can't communicate, right? So everything goes through physical body, through energy. They're very sensitive to other people's emotions, right? Uh, So they can't understand, they can't express it, but they feel it, and they take it in, they anchor in their body. And that's why we have so much emotional blockages in our system, because we we don't even know that it exists because it was coded or or programmed in a very early age.
1: Yeah, so it goes back into our generational trauma healing and things like that. Even And even like I've heard ancestral trauma, right, that we carry with us.
0: Yeah, so everything is coded in our DNA, right? And the DNA uh, holds all the information through generations. And in the energy body as well, there's past life experiences and that awareness. And it's fascinating, you know, working with clients. For me, sometimes we clear energies that come from past life experiences or through seven generations in their lineage as well. So more and more people are doing that heavy work healing themselves to really heal the past and the future generations.
1: Amazing. I find that really interesting because we all wondering what we're doing here and how, why all this stuff is happening and a lot of times it's coming down to like we said it's like this mandatory process of healing because we're in these looping patterns, right? And we start we start to realize Well, this is amazing, Agna. I am so excited, you know, that we got to cover so much information and, you know, where can our listeners who are interested in this stuff, like where can they contact you or find you on social media? And I I think you have a website and all of that, right?
0: Yes, yes. I think the best way is to reach out through my website. Uh, It is qheal.life. So quantum, uh, Q for quantum, uh, qheal.life. And in the contact sector, you can book a short call, a mini experience. If you want to really test what quantum healing is by yourself or have a conversation with me, it's available. You can just schedule a call or reach out through email as well.
1: Okay. Amazing. Yeah. And of course I'll have Agna's information in this podcast episode available and links on my website as well at adinamovana.com. And uh, Agna, is there any other, you know, last and final words that you'd like to share with our audience before we wrap it up and send them all to your website?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I just want to invite everybody to be more aware of your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs and how that creates your reality and know that you can change it it's all in your system your experience is anchored in your physical body in your energy if you want to change what you're experiencing externally you need to focus within and if you need help and support me and so many other light workers are here to guide you through this ascension process
1: Oh, I love that. We are all here, yes, to help with this process. And obviously that's the main thing that we're focusing on with our spiritual journey and Ascension process. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, Agna. And I hope we we can talk soon and maybe have another episode in the future. I'd love to have you back. <laughs>
0: Why not? Sure. We have a lot to talk about. A
1: lot to unpack. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'll post that information on this podcast episode. And thanks everyone for joining. And this is Into the Light. Thank you. thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at the website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.